Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. Hopefully everyone out there is doing well. Uh, Gordo, Kyle Whittingham jumped on the, the station today. Got to be pretty uh, kind of an interesting thing for a head coach to have spring football canceled three practices in. Yes, <laughs> that's never happened to him before. And uh, now it looks like uh, they will not be happening. And you're starting to wonder whether they, this season is going to be played or not. I know people have talked about that, and that's that's part of the, you know, we have no idea, you know, how long this is going to last or what, you know, precautions will be necessary months from now. But, yeah, I mean, did you see Bronco Mendenhall's comments on it? Uh, I think it was probably, what, last Friday, last Thursday, where yes. he's, he's preparing for, for anything, including a, a delayed start. Yeah, and that would, man, I'll tell you, I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope they can find a way to get this thing uh, controlled, if that's the right word. Uh, so not just because they don't want to interfere with the football season, but because this is interfering with uh, a whole lot of very important things in people's lives. And so hopefully they'll get some solutions uh, in place uh, long before the college football season is upon us. Well, let's hear from Coach Witt and how they're handling things up there on the hill in such uh, uh, bizarre circumstances. We do want to tease this, Gordon. We're going to do like a new, I don't know, what do you want to call this, new segment, new kind of ongoing thing, at least in the near future. We're going to do that coming up at 430 because we want to remember. That's going to be the tease <laughs> because the big show doesn't forget when you're on our radar. So we're, we're going to do a, a segment, the big show radar, coming up at, uh, at 430. So stay yeah. tuned for that. Are you are you uh, are you going to be eaten by a dog or something? Is everything okay? okay. Are you are you, you being chased by a police dog right now? <laughs> are you breaking into homes, Gordon? Can you hear that dog? Yes, we can hear that dog. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll be. Uh, well, I'll I'll go make sure that everything. I'll throw him a slab of meat or something. But you're not being chased by a police dog. That that's not happening right now. Yeah, you remember that we had uh, we had a, a, a black German Shepherd for many years and uh, was part of our family. Well, now my daughter moved back and she she has a dog and it happens to be like part wolf. I don't know what this thing is, but it is not to be toyed with. But occasionally it does bark. It doesn't bark that often. Has it attacked but, you, Gordon? You sound pretty afraid of this dog. No, it loves me. This dog loves me. Comes up and snuggles with me and whatnot. Yeah. Well, you just said it wasn't to be trifled with, so. Well, I mean, for apparently. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with the dog. But if you're not friends with the dog, then it wouldn't be. I see. It's, it, yeah, it's part wolf. So, uh <laughs> Did so I mention it's part wolf? Yeah, we did. And you know what? We've had this conversation before. You know it's not like the breeder trapped a wolf from the wild. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, that's what they said. That's all I know is that this dog is is part uh, Malamute and uh, part uh, part wolf. Right. Well, that's because all Malamutes are part wolf. 
So <laughs> well, I know, but this was special wolf. This was this was again. They, it was they, like it was it was like they brought like the secretariat of wolves in to breed right. with this. They, um, they they trapped a lucky wolf up there in Yellowstone, <laughs> gave it to a to a private dog breeder, and said, "Hey, be careful with this." I don't know. Well, it sure, it sure know. looks like a wolf. I'll tell you that. A very uh, large wolf, though. So, anyway, it sounds like he's calmed down over there. We trapped him this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear from Kyle Whittingham. Here, uh, here's his conversation with Hanson Scotty earlier today. Joining us now on the Sprint special guest line, where you can lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for just ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you for details. The head coach of the University of Utah. Kyle Whittingham. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach. I'm, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Well, we're doing well, but uh, I yeah. can't imagine what life is like for you uh, trying to handle you know, uh, a team with no spring practices and, uh, and workouts and conditioning and all things go along with it. How have you guys tried to, to manage that right now? Yeah, very different to say the least, and uh, you know it's uncharted territory, uh, you know, for everybody in the country. I guess. I mean, it's not just just us, but but uh, it's uh, you know really the, the the number one task at hand right now is making sure our guys uh, stay on task with their uh, online classes. The whole university went to online classes, which is you know a lot of our guys have, you know have online classes. Uh, you know a few of them mixed into their schedule, but it's entirely online now. So so uh, really the entire coaching staff, our, our number one job right now is just to make sure we have daily contact with our players, uh, making sure they're staying up to date with their online courses, making sure they're doing what they can do physically. You know, a lot of these guys are uh, don't have access to gyms right now. I mean, with a lot of the gyms closed, and so we have workout uh, programs that we've sent to them, and uh, some of those programs, you know, various programs they have. One is if they have no access to a gym, you know, what can they do as far as uh, you know, push-ups, pull-ups, that type of thing. So it's uh, we're trying to stay in front of it as best we can, but it's hard. And particularly when uh, things seem to change, things seem to be changing daily as far as you know what the, you know how things are being handled. So, coach, help us understand what social distancing looks like right now for a college athlete. Well, first of all, ninety-five percent of our players are home with their families. You know, they're they're uh, the campuses essentially shut down. The dorms are are just about to close here, and there's only a handful of people in the dorms, I guess. And so, there's uh, it, it's definitely. Uh, you know, something that, you know, none of us have ever experienced. And, and uh, as far as uh, our players, like I said, they're home with their families. As far as our coaches, uh, you know, we're staying out of the office for the most part. Now, that's not to say you can't come in and get things done. I, I spend some time in here and, and uh, you know, try to get as much as I can done from home. But some things i got to do from the office. But, but it's just a matter of being smart and trying to uh, – you know, adhere to the the guidelines that have been set out, set down, and and uh, you know, like I said, the big the biggest deal right now is making sure each assistant coach is in tune and completely uh, in contact constantly with it, with their position groups, and that's that's the number one thing that's going on right now. 
so much of you know development happens during this time of year with weight gains and strengths and and, and things along those lines. I was talking to somebody up at the Utah State staff and and uh, talking about some of the concerns they have. Uh, just how how much accountability is there for these individual athletes to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing? Well, as much as we can put on them, and that's yeah. uh, you know they weigh in weekly, and we see that you know they, it's you know thank you know twenty years ago it would have been a real. Uh, challenge because of uh, you know the lack of the, you know, the ability to uh, get on the uh, Facebook or not Facebook but FaceTime and and those type of things that uh, where you can get face to face time even if it's on a computer and so uh, you know we're, we're trying to stay in, you know ahead of everything with the academics with the with the body weights with the workouts uh, just everything and also with uh, teaching you know we've we've uh, our assistant coaches have put together uh, teaching. Uh, videos and and uh, teach times where the where the players you know get on a conference call and and the coach will uh, go over a an offensive play install or a defense or something like that you know just to try to keep them uh, up to speed and and the things that they're missing uh, without having you know the opportunity to be in spring ball we're trying to you know make uh, you know make as as much of a, a compensation for that as possible and and uh, telling our coaching staff you know this wouldn't have been nearly as big a deal last year when we had, you know, a bunch of returning starters. But we got, uh, I think we're going to have nine new starters on, on defense, eight or nine new starters, and a new starting quarterback. And, you know, so many of the things that uh, needed to get ironed out in spring ball, or at least get a great start on that, uh, obviously now we're, it's not happening. <clears throat> Coach, i got to imagine that the Pac-12, that Larry Scott, maybe that the NCAA has been in fairly close contact with you or – your athletic director or the president of the university is there are there any conclusions are there any thoughts is there any light at the end of the tunnel that they've drawn for you as far as having a college football season not for certain i mean there we're talking about uh you know a recruiting moratorium that is in effect until april 15th but but uh i don't know you know who it's anybody's guess as to what's you know what the next few weeks have in store for the country and and uh you know so there's there's a lot of there's there's very few uh things right now that are that are known it's a lot of speculation and a lot of what ifs and and uh you know they, they're trying to determine if in fact things you know dramatically improve and we're able to do some things in the summer uh what is you know the compensation for Missing spring football, you know, all of it, part of it, uh, you know, because there's some teams in the country that did get their entire spring uh, 15 practices in, you know, the ones that are in climates where they have an opportunity to uh, get started early. And, and so there is a handful of teams that got most or all of those practices in. Uh, practices in. Uh, some teams, the majority of teams would be like us where, you know, you got a handful of practices, we got three in, and some teams had, you know, five or six. And so I think the challenge will be for the NC2A to determine you know, if we're able to get back uh, up and going here in June, uh, you know, what uh, what are the parameters? You know, what, what are, you gonna, are they going to let people practice in the summer that uh, missed out on spring ball? Uh, you know, there's just so many things that have to be, uh, so much ground that has to be covered, but can't be covered right now because, like I said, it's just everything's in, in a state of flux. I mean, it's almost an unfair question to ask, but did you learn anything about your team in just those three days? 
well, yeah, we did. <laughs> I mean, it was certainly we had we had uh, one padded practice. You know, the, yeah. the uh, NC2A mandates that the first two are in uh, just helmets, and so we didn't get a lot of physical stuff done in that in those two practices. But the third practice was a good practice for us, and and we did get uh, you know a good start on on evaluation and and uh, you know finding out uh, you know the kids' abilities, you know, the new guys in particular, but but. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, when we got so much turnover on defense and looking for a starting to, to name a starting quarterback, it's not the ideal time for us to have that happen. But but uh, we'll make out okay. We'll 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 figure it out as we go along. Coach, I was talking to Scotty about some things that if it was taken away from me, I'd be okay with. The one thing that would be really difficult if they would have taken my pro day away, my opportunity to show the NFL scouts what I've got. And that's the one thing I'm struggling with with some of these guys that you have uh, there, some of the seniors that you have that are leaving that didn't get an opportunity to be at the Combine. What's the what Right now, what is the status of the NFL pro day? Is it moved? Or are you, are you going to continue on with it? It's definitely suspended. It was going to be this week, and it will not happen this week, without a doubt. You know, for obvious reasons. But, but uh, we're really, you know, the NFL draft. If that gets pushed back a couple weeks, then there's going to be a possibility, or at least a slight chance, that that we may be able to get a pro day in and and uh, have it, uh, you know, sometime mid to late April. Um, but again, that's to be determined. But but you're right. That's a, that's a downer for our seniors and 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 the guys that especially didn't get to go to the combine and and show what they can do. And and so uh, you know that's just another one of a thousand unanswered questions right now. And have to wait and see how things progress. But but our hope is to be able to have a pro day sometime in April. And uh, if the NFL, like I said, moves the uh, draft back a week or two, that would give universities more of a, a chance to to get those pro days in. Are you getting a feel that the draft will move, Coach? I would say it's probably going to be pushed back a week or two. That's my guess. Uh, I have nothing to base that on other than just how things are starting to unfold. I think that uh, you know they they will probably push it back uh, a week or two. I don't think I don't think it'll go back any further than that. And then and then uh, I guess they're already saying they're not going to have it in Vegas, and there's no you know they're not going to have a, an audience and all that stuff. Obviously, that's that's not going to happen. But uh, we'll see. But I, I would if I was a bet man, I'd say it will probably be uh, postponed uh, at least a little bit. You've been doing this for a bit, Coach. I mean, and you probably are at a point where you're like, I've seen everything. There's nothing that can be thrown at me that I haven't seen before. But uh, this probably is it. You haven't seen anything like this before. Well, it is. I think it's it for the whole country. I yeah. mean, you look at the Great Depression and the 2008 problems we had. You know, things didn't shut down. It wasn't you know where everything just all all of a sudden got shut down. I mean, this is uncharted territory for everybody. And and uh, you know, football is is in the grand scheme of things, you know, far from being at you know the top of the things that are most important. But but uh, it is uh, it's it's challenging, and and uh, hopefully we'll get through it okay. Last time we checked in with you, I think it was 3,000 days straight workouts. Has the social distancing, <laughs> has it affected your workouts, Coach? Or you you, know, uh, the you're workout, not going to get soft, are you? The, the workout streak is no longer a topic of, of, uh, of conversation. <laughs> I've just I've put that to rest. So, uh, yeah, in fact, I might even skip one here just so on purpose. So you just <laughs> so put it to bed. Put to rest. <laughs> yeah. just, to, just to break the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. How, exactly. how, how is social distancing for you? Is it tough? It is, you know, and, and 
as coaches, you know, we don't meet as an entire staff. I mean, you, you know, we're trying to follow all the guidelines that have been recommended, and and uh, most of the work, uh, you know, the vast majority of the work is done from home, uh, you know, with their computers and, and that type of thing. But there's still a need at, at certain times to get together for some things, but not not in any big groups. You know, it's small group, and uh, we're just uh, trying to make sure we do our part. All right, that was Kyle Whittingham, Utah head football coach, on earlier today uh, with Scotty and Hans. And you know, it's 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 interesting, you know, how Coach Witt and I'm sure a lot of coaches are, are tackling this sort of thing. With what did he say there, Gordon? Ninety five percent of the team uh, back at home, but still monitoring things like how much they weigh and if they're working out. I mean, what a what a what a weird way to coach football. Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, Kyle, as usually when he talks, he there's good common sense there, and uh, he uh, uh, was uh, in no other way in this particular interview uh, talking about things he's never talked about before. Uh, it's crazy. There's, it's crazy, you know. They they can't do spring practice. They they're trying to keep athletes um, in shape. Uh, they they can't really get together in groups and. A lot of them hanging out at home. They can't go to class, obviously. So uh, they're doing. Uh, that's a new one. A coach tell, making sure his players aren't going to class. I guess they do it online. They're still going to class. Yes, Gordon. Just not yeah. physically going to class. But I appreciate the joke. Okay. All right. <laughs> I should know. I have a daughter who is taking college classes, and she is. Um, she is indeed. And I asked her, I said, hey, do you miss going to class? Is it harder to, to – What is it Zoom? They're using Zoom, I guess, right, for the lectures and whatnot? It depends on the class, I'm guessing. Yeah. Anyway, I said, is it harder or easier doing it from home? And she said, uh, it's, it's harder in some ways and easier in others. You don't have to physically get up and get to the class, you know, so it's convenient. But – you know, I think having learning from a professor who is right in front of you generally, that human condition kind of thing is a good thing when you're trying to absorb material. But uh, in this case, all bets are off. All right. Coming up right around the corner, um, we're going to do kind of a, a new segment during this period of time. Uh, we're going to do the big show radar. We'll explain that coming up right around the corner. So make sure and stay tuned for that. We do want to remind you about our friends at Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram down there in Sandy. They're in the auto mall. Uh, the big show. We've been doing shows down there for years. 10905 South Auto Mall Drive. They've got uh, the best selection in town. Great deals. They've got a commission free sales force that are absolutely the most helpful in the biz. Uh, so want to give them a shout out. Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram in Sandy, 10905 South Auto Mall Drive. More next, 97.5 and 12.0. This is DJ and PK. In college at San Diego State, a guy texts in, my neighbors the used, thought about naming their son after Marshall Falk. Thought about it? Why didn't they do it? You're, you're not catching on, Dave. What's their last name? You're just oh, so yeah, you're right. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going for Marshall U. <laughs> no, no, oh, I got it now. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> you're so freaking naive, Dave. This is why we love you. You're not exactly you. a street smart guy. <laughs> Marshall U's not that bad. No, no, no. I think it's more the last thing. So you name. really like the thunder in her, do you? Catch DJ 
and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. (laughs) The sweeps. And the creeps. (laughs) That's not all he's lost. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Well done. A little radar scene there from uh, Spaceballs. It's a fine movie, Gordon. I'll tell you what, that, that Mel Brooks knows what he's doing. He's still around, hanging around, isn't he? Yeah, I saw that video he did with his, his son talking about yeah. social distancing. It was cool. I uh, want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for the 21st century in Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. All right, Gordon, we're doing kind of a new, we're going to do a new bit, new segment, whatever you want to call it. We're going to call it the Big Show Radar. And I was, I was thinking today... Uh, and I'll explain why in a second. But in, in life, not just sports, how many controversial stories are going to basically fly under the radar because of this pandemic with uh, the COVID-19 virus? I mean, how many things and uh, we'll have the, the first story to make the big show radar here in a moment. But how many things are basically people not going to pay attention to that they should be paying attention to because of, of what we're going through? So I kind of thought I said, let's make a list of all these, like physically make a list of all these. And when the pandemic is over and life goes back to normal and uh, we can start having fun again, we can go through the list and make sure uh, that, uh, that people realize what, uh, what is going on. What do you think? That sounds good to me. Let's do it. Okay. So here's my, my first submission, Gordon. I think we should talk about it and then put him on the radar. But Rick Patino gets hired to be a college basketball coach once again, hired uh, to coach Iona. And let me ask you this. Is, is the timing of this hiring a coincidence to you? It happened last week. All of a sudden, everybody's looking one way, and Iona just goes, oh, guess what? We hired Rick Pitino. <clears throat> All right, move on. Move on with your lives. Knowing that the, the, the reason that schools aren't hiring Rick Pitino is because they don't want to deal with the crazy backlash. Well, Iona took advantage of there being no backlash. Well, I can't say that they timed it to uh, coincide with the coronavirus. Oh, outbreak. come on. If the if the NCAA tournament and the conference tournaments were going on, they're not hiring Rick Pitino. When the, the eyes of the world are on college basketball, no, they're not doing uh, that now. Jake, I wish I could be that cynical, but I, I, I'm, I think this was something that they were going to do regardless. And uh, you got to announce it at some point. However, I do think it was... Uh, convenient for them to do it uh, according to the timetable they had and it did fly under the radar there would have been a whole lot of outrage about this had it not uh, had it not been buried and it begs the question what 
you know, the the what do we do with these coaches that have been uh, uh, sullied by not only uh, Rick's got a, a few things out there, but I mean, especially like this this uh, federal investigation where you know once the the wheels of justice turn fully, I don't know what we're going to see, Gordon. But it would appear that a bunch of these coaches that were wrapped up in that whole thing, Sean Miller, Bill Self, and obviously Rick Pitino, you know, what are what are we going to do with these guys? Because we know you know we know enough to know that there's something going on, right? I mean, Book Richardson went to jail, right? So we know we know there's some some there there right, but it yeah. seems like there was no justice, or at least not yet, with this uh, entire circumstance. At least for the 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 coaches in the public eye, how do we deal with them going forward? I mean, should there be outrage at Iona? Uh, well, I, I I think people should express whatever their opinion is about it if if they feel strongly one way or the other. Uh, you're. The, the one thing that uh, just stands out from this whole thing is if you are a good coach, if you win, you're going to get other opportunities. And it's not like Iona is some great opportunity, but some people thought Rick Pitino would be out of the coaching game in this country anyway. He was over in Greece, I guess, coaching over there. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, this raises the eyebrows for sure based on what reportedly happened under his watch at Louisville. Isn't it isn't it just a shame, Gordon? If you win, you'll get as many opportunities. I mean, look at Calipari, who's had what uh, Final Fours wiped off the books at two different universities. I mean, you're you're so right, and and maybe this is cynical me, but of course Rick Pitino is back coaching in college basketball. Of course he is, but I'm just mad that Iona gets to just, you know. Uh, slip it in there amongst the chicken feed or not. I'm trying to use that term from uh, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, but, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah, hey, I know everybody's uh, paying attention to this other thing, and for good reason. And by the way, <clears throat> we hired Rick Pitino. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, they're doing well, the Kansas City shuffle where you look left and they go right. And we're going right. So if you, if you had the gall to hire Rick Pitino, the least there could be is, get, you know, Iona getting raked over the coals for a few weeks, right? Well, maybe that, but it's not going to go anywhere because what's going to happen to Iona? Rick Pitino's going to win there, and when he wins, it's going to bring all of it back to the forefront again. So they are sort of vexed with this thing where the more successful he is, uh, the more it'll be brought back into uh, the public eye. So uh, maybe if he wins, it just seems like too often in our society, Jake, Winners, people who know how to win, will get away with it. They just get away with it. You already mentioned all the cases in uh, college basketball where guys are cheating. And they are cheating. I mean, the more I've talked to people around the college game, the more I understand that so many, so many more than I think the public realizes coaches are cheating. Uh, They are because they, they feel like they need to. Well, they've needed to for a long time now, and maybe that's maybe that's part of the problem. That's how you succeed in that world is uh, you but have Rick, that moral flexibility. Rick's situation at Louisville was—I mean, that that was a mess there. That, that, that was—would you want to send your kid to a place that had that stuff going on? Where assistant coaches were uh, buying them prostitutes? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, 
Does that sound like, I don't know, that's just crazy to me. But I, I do agree with you that uh, that Iona did pull a quick one there. But it's not like the story is going to go away. But maybe when it's brought up in the context of Rick Pitino winning and going to the NCAA tournament, maybe people will say, yeah, but look, he's at the tournament, so he's doing a good job. And so that softens the blow. Hmm. Well, I wonder how long. I, I have no idea what uh, shoe brand represents Iona. I really have no idea. But how long is it going to take if it's not Adidas for it to become Adidas? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether <laughs> will it go back to that or will he pick a different shoe company to be corrupt with? I don't know. Is, is he particular? Is he is he loyal to the people that have bribed him in the past? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess we will. I, I had the opportunity to, to sit down and talk. They with are Rick an Adidas team. I'm sorry, I just looked it up. Are they, they? Iona is an Adidas school. Well, I'm oh, saying it. They're not even hiding it. This is you know, it's, it's, it's really so, ridiculous. The, th- the thing about Rick is that I had a chance to sit down and talk with him when I worked in L.A. And I, I, I tell you, he is he he just is so <laughs> he's just so smooth that uh, I don't know. I just felt like I needed to go take a shower afterward. You know, I mean, he, he, the the words he uses and the way he is, expresses himself, you would think he was about to be, you know, become a saint or something. And yet you sort of know what's going on behind the curtain. I, I just can't believe after all of this, he goes to an Adidas school. Wouldn't you at least pick a school sponsored by a different shoe company so you can say, oh, see, it, it, I, I had nothing to do with it all along. It wasn't about the shoe companies. I'm a, I'm a good basketball coach. But he has Adidas get him a job? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You could, you could at least yeah. try not to... Uh, not to make it so obvious. So there you go. Rick Patino. you are on the Big Show's radar, and we are physically making a list. And when this is all said and done and you think you've gotten off uh, without criticism, that's where we're coming in. And we're going to criticize you when people are paying attention. That's happening. Uh, anybody else uh, we want to put on the list, Gordo? I think that's a good or on start. The, the radar. I, I've got one other. Can we discuss it? Or, or maybe this, sure. is, this is a group of folks. I think we should go back and screenshot some of the responses to, uh, say, Rudy Gobert's tweets going through all of this and some of that uh, sharp criticism that he received and go ahead and call those people out when it's all said and done because you've already seen the tide shift when it comes to perception of Rudy Gobert where everybody's going – Oh man, aren't we glad that happened because it kickstarted all these, you know, measures that we've taken which will be proven to be necessary in the end in all likelihood and everybody will be saying, "Wow, I'm glad that night in Oklahoma City with the Jazz and the Thunder happened." So we started taking it seriously and then we can mention all those wing nuts that uh, that were mean to Rudy. I think the corner has been turned locally. I don't know whether it has been turned nationally or not. What do you not. mean? Uh, I think people around here kind of get now. They understand exactly what you just said. But whether people who are in other markets, when they think of Rudy Gobert, I think they will think of the coronavirus. Uh, I don't think that's going to, oh, I agree with that. to I, disappear. He's synonymous and, and, with it. But is it is it, oh, Rudy gave it to everybody? Or is it, wow, that was the wake-up call we needed? 
Well, that's a hard thing to predict. Uh, but once people have a certain idea and they're thinking of a player in a certain way that that they perceived at least initially to be negative, sometimes it is hard to turn that uh, tide a different direction. But obviously, Rudy, he was lighthearted about the thing at first, and, and then he turned on a dime and said, look, I made a mistake. And generally, I think this the public is, is something uh, is forgiving in that regard when it comes to its athletes. And Rudy's got a whole lot of good years ahead of him. Although, did you see that story that he uh, or he tweeted out that he, he doesn't have any smell? He can't smell or taste anything, something like that? That's bizarre. Yeah, I did see that, that that... Well, I guess he. Well, he was asking if that's a symptom, right? I didn't read oh, any of okay. the. It was the on responses. Twitter. Yeah, because well, someone he, responded with a, a report from the WHO that says yes, that can be a, an early indicator of it. Oh wow! Yeah, doesn't mean you said, absolutely have it. But. No, no. But they said if you if that is uh, if you're suffering from uh, the a lack of the sense to smell that uh, you should uh, seriously keep an eye on that because uh, that is a real indicator of this particular virus. That would that would be a real bummer. Like for example, I ate, I ate some really good food over the weekend. Really enjoyed it. I mean, it would stink to not be able to taste, right? Well, yeah, but you if it stinks, then you wouldn't be able to smell no, it. So poor choice of words on on my part. Mm. Yeah, but you're right. Isn't isn't your ability to smell isn't that factored into the way you things taste? I think so. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe the so. old factories, as they were. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so poor Rudy can't uh, yeah. can't uh, taste even if he was uh, getting some delicious meal. Would you just eat like gruel at that point? Because you know why not? <laughs> What's I can't gruel? taste it anyway. What is gruel? I have no idea, Austin. Do I want to Google it? Are you? Uh, yeah, see if you can get. <laughs> what are the ingredients of gruel? How do you spell gruel? All right. Well, we won't throw those uh, those Twitter followers on the radar. Then we won't uh, we won't look back at that after this is all said and done. We've got Rick well, Pitino though can. on the radar, and we'll continue to put people uh, or stories on the radar as this thing goes along because we will not forget. The big show does not forget. And if uh, anybody else has any suggestions out there, and we we could do sports or real life or otherwise, just know that it'll go through a filter before it makes the air. But if you have any suggestions, at Jake Scott's own, at Austin Horton, at Gordon Monster. The open mic would be a great way to do it as well. Open mic is a great way to do it through our uh, Zone Sports Network app. Just download that. You'll find the open mic feature. You can record up to 15 seconds of audio and send it right in. It goes right to Austin in the studio. Gruel does not sound that bad, by the way, gentlemen. Okay, all right. Gruel is a food consisting of some type of cereal, your choice of oat, wheat, or rye, flour, or rice, boiled in water or milk, a thinner version of porridge. That sounds like just really... Plain boring oatmeal to me. I don't. Well, maybe maybe if you don't spruce it up, it's not all that tasty, you know. Right, but when you say gruel, I'm picturing like <laughs> refuse of some kind. I don't. <laughs> not just bl- plain boring rice cereal. Like soggy I don't know, thin cereal. Ever, That's yeah, all I fed it, my baby for six months of her if, life. But if you take it straight out of the field, you know, and you dump <laughs> it in a bowl, it probably doesn't taste that good. You got to spruce it up with. With nuts and, and uh, fruit and you know, sugar and all that stuff, that now you got something to eat. By the way, what is your favorite uh, hot cereal? Uh, what was it growing up? Uh, I'm not really in. I I never liked oatmeal. I'm not really into hot cereal. 
I didn't like oatmeal either much of my life, yeah. Uh, really, I liked oatmeal okay. I like Ralston okay, too. Have you guys ever had that? Never even heard of sounds that. Sounds like the Grey Poupon it's, of uh, no, see, I oatmeal. Think it sounds like the Senka of oatmeal. Ah, ah. <laughs> the Pero, as it were. Yeah. Oh, brother. What is it? It's a, it's a form of uh, of hot cereal. You have no Ralston? idea what it is. <laughs> Ralston. Look, Google it. I'm sorry. Do you have any Ralston? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. I guess oatmeal is kind of popular with people who are, you know, uh, health healthy eaters, and people still eat oatmeal. And I've I've enjoyed a bowl of oatmeal now and again. Oh, this is definitely hoity-toity. What is it? The, the, it is the, oh yeah, twenty ounces for twenty three dollars and ninety cents. <laughs> Whoa! Hey. <laughs> Hey. For, for Ralston? Yes. Hey there, Bill Gates. You have to order it special. <laughs> what? I've got to. No, you they don't. fly it in. At, Gordon, at Gordon's house, you have a plate of caviar, the beluga, <laughs> and then a plate of Ralston. Beluga? Tw- 20 ounces for $23. But is that what the. Ca- is caviar eggs of beluga? Beluga is a type of caviar. Oh. Look at him okay. playing dumb, Jake. I know. I know. I don't believe him either. But caviar is what? <laughs> the eggs from a sturgeon, I believe? Nah. Some kind of fish. And yeah, I know, I know it's fish eggs. You I'm know, not a big caviar fan. You know fan. everything about it. Don't give us that. What, what, what's the best cracker for your caviar? <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big A Ralston caviar cracker. Fan. It's a, too... A little it's Ralston. Too, it's too salty for me. I don't, I don't really... Not a big I'm fan. over here hoping to get the the store brand oatmeal, and he's having Ralston. Come on, dollar ten an ounce. No, that's not true. Is They're it twenty three dollars really? an ounce? <laughs> You're making that stuff up. Google it, sir. How you spell it? Uh, I spelled it wrong, but Google found it. R A L S T O N. Yeah, I used to have that when I was a kid all the time. And First return, just... right there on Amazon. Twenty three dollars <laughs> ninety cents. Come on. <laughs> I can't be. Oh, yeah, it bro. sure is. Wow, that that is some hoity-toity stuff for sure. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, PK's going to call in and tell us all about how his dad was a janitor now. Seriously. You've made the radar, Gordon. Ralston oatmeal. <laughs> a six-pack of 20-ounce boxes is fifty nine seventy one. But if you hit subscribe and save, it's only fifty eight ninety one, right? I don't know. This can't be. Jeez. It can't be. It's just regular old stuff. I like Quaker Oats. I like uh, <laughs> Grand Value. I like Ralston, yes, on about- the side of IRA and 401k. How about this? Three bags of Ralston wheat cereal will cost you $20.85. Jeez. Mm. You can get a lifetime of Quaker man. for that. <laughs> that's a lifetime. That's unbelievable. That's not true. That's like, can't be That's true. like seven bucks a bowl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a different world. No, that's not the way it was, man. We used to eat that stuff like it was candy. I mean, uh, my folks right. were not. Wow. Wow, jeez. No, my folks were not buying expensive stuff like that. We got it's, in it's, the in the, in the the Rolls Royce and headed on over to not the not, grocery store. We went to the true. special store because you can't get Ralston at the Winn-Dixie. <laughs> at the Win, We used to shop at the A&P and uh, Acme Markets. <laughs> They actually had a thing, Acme Markets, like from Roadrunner. Anyway. They still do, actually, I think. Yeah. 
That was just regular food back then. I don't know Ralston? what Ralston? Yeah. You mean... <laughs> You mean the breakfast cereal that includes ground-up gold flakes? <laughs> <laughs> the hot cereal of kings, Ralston. What, what food when you were uh, when you were a kid? What food and your parents wanted you to eat? It could you never eat? Ah, uh, what do you mean? I oh. was never into peas. Yeah, I like peas. I, you know what? Cottage cheese. Never like cottage cheese. I got into it with my dad once. He wanted me to eat eggplant and liver and i just could never liver tasted it smelled so good cooking on the stove but i could never get myself to like uh, liver and onions i know some people do but I, man i just couldn't didn't like it i even could eat liverwurst sandwiches <sighs> anyway tune in next time for another episode of <laughs> what gordon eats presented by ralston <laughs> the hot cereal of the rich hey, coming up next the not sports report Stay tuned. It oh is the boy. big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. We had a game back in the old junior jazz days. There's .2 seconds left. We have the ball, down one, and we have to go the full length of the court. So what I did was this kid was talking trash to me all game long. I walked up to him. I was like, you know what sucks about you? You ran your mouth all game, and you're going to win. You haven't kept up with me all game. There's .2 seconds left. I bet you couldn't even keep up with me for that. Oh, yeah, you think so, huh? Starts talking, so what do I do? I reach out, and I grab his wrist, and I start running. What does he do? Pull back. What does it look like? That he yanked me. Whistle, foul, double bonus, bang, bang, we win. You cheater. There you go. You and Tom Brady and the Astros. <laughs> You sullied the good name of Junior Jazz Basketball. Um, And you feel no remorse about this. uh, No. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now your not sports report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. You don't want to be bouncing javelins off people's melons. You got no when to hold up. No when to fold up. No when to walk away. No when to run. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is time to get a winner. Uh, it's time to get a winner for the Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Be caller 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. Correctly identify the Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Announced by DJ and PK this morning at 8.50, and you'll win a Zone prize pack. It's the Chevy Strong Play of the Game, brought to you by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. It is also time for the Not Sports Port, brought to you by our friends at the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online, LHMUsedCars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're going to China. Okay. We're going to China. We're going to... Do you remember uh, a number of months ago, a story came out about uh, Brazilian football uh, soccer player, Hulk? Do you remember that name? No. Hulk? Like the, Hulk. the Marvel character? Yes. Well, he, he had been married to a woman... For uh, 12 years, or I don't know if he was actually married to her. Yeah, yeah, he's married to her. For 12 years, they had three kids, and along about July of last year, suddenly, you know, rumors started, you know, popping up about how uh, he was dumping his wife for his wife's niece. 
Ooh, that's his not wife's cool. niece. That's not cool at all. Well, the story goes on now. He was playing over in China, and in order for, I guess, for her to stay, he was playing for Shanghai Football Club, whatever. And for her to stay, uh, they had, you know, she, she had, they had to get married or whatever. So they got married. So they got married and they announced it. And I know this is not sports report and this includes a soccer player. But I guess the bigger part of the story is what the what, what is that? How can you dump your wife of 12 years who you've had three kids with and then start dating and then marry her niece? Love not is cool. blind, Gordon? Not, not cool. That is not cool. And I'm the one, when Austin, you'll back me on this, when we've had discussions like this in the past, I have said, hey, man, when you find your soulmate, you got to go with it, uh, even if it's your friend's X or whatever else, but this seems like he's stretching it to a whole other level. I'll here. back you that you said that. I'm not going to back you that that's the way I think you ought to do it. But yeah, didn't well. I'm not saying it's preferable, but I mean, for instance, if your friend, if, if your friend back when you were single, if a, if a friend of yours was dating someone and then they broke up, would it be okay for you to date her? Uh, I would not. But not, that's, that's, but, 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 how close a friend? Well, if a close friend, then no. Well, well what if what if uh, it's meant to be? Nope. What, what if you were totally appropriate up until uh, they broke up, and then say you got to know her a little better as time went on, and you found out that you uh, you were deeply in love, and you, everything was lining up just so. If I'm the friend, and that was my girlfriend, I'm not going to have a problem with that. If I think these two were a match made in heaven, false. I'm not. I'm not going to have a problem with that. But false. If I'm this guy's ex ex wife, and all of a sudden. He's marrying my niece? I'm not sure I'm cool with that. Uh, I I don't think you'd be cool with it if you broke up with a girl and your good friend started dating them. No, I don't I don't believe that. Why for a second? Not for a second. And second I don't, of all wait, this. Hold on here. Hold on. I don't care anymore. I broke up with her. I don't care. What if she broke up with you? Uh that could be a little Why more would you automatically be the one who broke up with her? And if you are okay with it, is there a time frame that needs to pass before you're okay with it or just immediately yeah, the next day? Yeah, no, no, I think it would probably be good appropriate to have some What time difference pass. does that make? Because <laughs> then you a lot of times people break up only after they already have something else lined up and then I would be a little suspicious that maybe something had been lined up behind my back. So that's where you draw the line. Well, I, I just love is hard to find, guys. Okay. And so, and so when you really find it, what? Why wouldn't it be? Okay, let me ask it to you this way, and this is getting really personal with it. But if you had a, if you had a girlfriend or a wife, even who was in love with someone else, but she was attached to you, how would you feel about that? Not good, Bob. <laughs> I'd feel great. It's everyone's dream. But would you continue to be married to her if she were if she were in love with someone else? No. Would you? Well, I mean, I don't know. Unless you can love two people, I don't. How know. How much money does she have? <laughs> well, does, can she afford Ralston's hot cereal? Do you have a prenup? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, nothing says, hey, I love you, like, hey, honey, sign right here, this prenup. By the way, you you uh, bringing up this soccer player and stuff, didn't you quote Woody Allen on the show the other day? And he's that's what he did was way worse. Uh, yeah, I did, I did quote him, but not in that context. Okay. I know, All I, know. I said was Woody Allen said he liked to live in New York instead of Colorado because he thought people were more interesting than trees. Yeah. Am okay, I not supposed? No, you're not supposed to quote Woody Allen because he made some stupid personal mistakes. Oh, uh, it goes beyond that, I would say. But yeah, uh, yes, is my answer to that. So you guys, let me get this straight. You guys really, if you have a girlfriend and you and, and, and somehow it doesn't work out. And six months later, she's dating a friend of yours. You would hold that against your friend? Oh, yeah. Big time. No longer friends. Oh, yeah. Come on. Absolutely. Oh, why not? Why? Well, first Cause... of all, if I remain friends with them, I have to see my ex all the time. Right. And then uh, the, there may be a murder there, too. It, it's it's betrayal, Gordon. That That's what it is. <laughs> there may you're, no, you're, you're, no. You're betrayed you're, by a friend. It's no, betrayal. No, yes, here's, here's the thing. No, because you're going to find your love. You're going to find the love of your life. And so you're not going to care. You're not going to care. Yes. Why get all hung up on yes, something that was in? No, why get hung up on something that was in your past? Yeah, I don't believe that that's how you'd handle it either. Not oh, not it, for it, one def- it, darn oh, second, yeah. Mister. I oh. just assume I broke up with her. Oh, <laughs> I, could, I could handle that easily. No I'd be happy. I'd, I'd be happy no for the couple, way. but no, not, in, not. In, a, in a case like this, a relative, a niece. No, I mean, that's just, you would not. Yes, I Lisa's would. pet Come name on. for me is. Bold. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you right now, it wouldn't matter to me. It wouldn't matter because I've moved on to, to, and maybe after a period of time, I have found someone who I truly am in love with. So why would I worry about what an old girlfriend is doing? Again, just assuming you'd find someone else, you know. You did the breaking up, You assuming you found someone else. What if you... Uh, what well, wait if- a second. Didn't, didn't, didn't anybody ever break up with you? Yeah, and it hurt. Okay, it hurt, but then you found the love of your life, so what do you care what she's doing now? It wasn't the next day, and if that girlfriend ended up dating a close friend of mine, oh yeah, there'd be issues. Oh, big man, time, come big on. time. No, issues. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't you care. You are so full of it. No, I'm not full of it. I'm telling you, this, this, is, this is true. Is this and because be, you did this even... to a friend? Uh, no. Did you, you did this to a friend? <laughs> Is it still, is that friend still a friend? Uh, no. Uh, no. no. Okay. No, I didn't We're to do the bottom that, of it per now. se, as yeah. far as you know. <laughs> no, I never did that. Well, nope. I, well, <laughs> I don't think I did. Well, no, nope. maybe I did. But, but, see. Sounds like I, you did. No, look, we all have had, no. uh, we've all had ex-girlfriends. Right, I mean, and and I, th- I, I think fondly of them. I, th- I mean, they they were friends of mine, and I'm in love with my wife Lisa. I couldn't be more in love with her. So what do I care what my exes are doing? What do I care? You know what? You are no longer allowed to judge people on how they behave or not in these towards the uh, relationships. <laughs> your credibility, you guys, I can't your believe credibility you. has been totally no, sullied. I can't believe that you guys hold grudges like that. This is I can't believe you'd do that to a good friend. I didn't do that to a good friend. Well, I, well, <laughs> well. <laughs> 
No, yes. no, I didn't really. No, I didn't really like the guy. <laughs> I didn't really like the guy. Okay, everything's fine. Wow. Frank Dolce joins us next. Stay tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. This is this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. So I'm trying to get my phone to not call me Hans. All right, try it again. Don't call me Hans. Okay. What should I call you? Hans. You'd like me to call you Hats. Is that right? <laughs> No. <laughs> pants. You'd like me to call you pants. It's <laughs> the dumbest thing. Like Lance or Dance. What is my name, Google? Your name is Hans. God. Stupid. Dumb thing. Could you call me Hans, Ned? You'd like me to call you handsome. Is that right? Well, that's better than Hans. Yeah. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.